is this on? State Sports Show. This is episode 22 of our series. We're turning 22. Shout out to Taylor Swift. I listened to that song today. Wow. I know. Isn't it great? Taylor Swift's good. No. I bet that's not how you <laughs> thought the show would open up. Quick, <laughs> who's the artist that you guys prefer that no one else likes? Oh, that no one else likes? Well, that's like controversial. Obviously, my Taylor Swift, you know, like was very controversial amongst you two. Ooh. None of them, because none of them can beat a good musical instrumental. Yeah, I can dig that. Like a like a drum line? I don't know. Just like a theme to a good movie that you want to listen to before a race. Helen, oh, Keller, okay. Helen Keller was a pretty good singer. Jesus. <laughs> Do the Helen Keller. <laughs> That's a song, isn't it? Yeah, that is a song. Old Yellow. Old Helen Yellow. That's a that's a D three reference for those of you that don't. Oh, know. they everybody knows that one. Yeah, everyone who listens to this podcast knows that reference. Yeah, if you're still here, you've watched that movie. <laughs> well, gentlemen, it is episode twenty two, and we have a big show for you today. We're going to go and do a mini camp roundup here. We're going to draft the best things from Kansas. We're going to make sure that people know that Kansas is not just a flat pancake state, but a very diverse and interesting pancake state. And then, like usual, we will go through our hot takes. But first, I think it's important for you guys to make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to this channel if you enjoy our content. You can follow us at underscore underscore f3s on twitter i think it's also important for us to say that today's sponsor is the humidity and also the heat humidity and heat fuck you it's too fucking hot outside my balls can't take this anymore i am losing <laughs> so much weight because of the sweat is coming out of my body it is so bad it it's is been horrible we get no ramp up to this either no. It went from like really nice weather, like no, like low eighties yeah, to like but... just mid to mid to high nineties, triple digits sometimes. Just bullshit. I just hate that we hit the part of the year where the uh, global warming fanatics get to like cheer for a couple months before we go back to normal. <laughs> I, you know, I'm all for global warming. From around November to February, needs to cut it out once we get to like May to August, maybe right. September too. It's fucking bullshit. I don't, I, you know, why can't we just live in San Diego where it's like fucking 75 every damn day? Yeah. Yep. Maybe that's what we should do. Maybe we should just move to San Diego. We can, you know, go California way, get us some internet and grow our channel. Can we still have the Flyover State Sports Show out there? Okay, yeah. We are from the flyover state. We could be the, uh, I don't know. I'm sure plenty of people fly over California. It's a big to state. go to to go to Hawaii. Yeah, 
Yeah. Actually, I think you have to fly from California to get Hawaii. I, so, I, so I, do I don't have know. A life update for listeners of the podcast. Um, as most of you would have uh, figured out if you've listened to a couple episodes, um, I decided that I'd got to a point in my life where I wanted to try and fight unemployment. I figured out how big of a problem it was. <laughs> I determined that I was worth more in life. So I wanted to challenge myself and really experience a third world country. So I flew to Cancun, Mexico, and I went to a resort where they just aimlessly brought you food and drinks as much as you wanted. And I really got to see what it was like to live in a third world country. I decided that I could do better than this, that this is just simply, I can't live like this. I can no longer be unemployed. So I came back to the States, the best country on earth. And I grinded for two days. I really, really worked really hard. And then I went work as an engineer. So I'm now employed. (laughs) Boom. Boom employment. God, I would love for this to be our full time job. It'll never happen because hey, if anybody wants made, to sponsor us and make this, a like, yeah, I know we we got one sponsor and we did such a good job they never came back. No, they'll come back. They'll come back. They're gonna yeah, let it simmer down do. for a bit, let it settle in, and then they'll come back. Uh, well, gentlemen, speaking of settling in, I think it's time for us to settle into the meat of this podcast. Gavin, you were not here last week, and neither were you, Beans. So Indeed. we're giving you each your own personal segments. Beans yours a little bit later. But Gavin, you have been assigned the mini camp roundup. And I see that you want to talk about your favorite player in the National Football League. Ray Rice. The, no. no. <laughs> the, the, his other favorite player. Oh, okay. Kareem Hunt. The no, we other don't. favorite football <laughs> player in the National Football League. Gavin, will you please lead us off with Traylon, I, I was going to make a Traylon Burks eating joke, but there, it doesn't really work. So Eddie Lacy has actually not cracked. Oh, fuck. Wait, no, uh, Traylon Burks. Uh, no, in all seriousness, Traylon Burks is still fat and overweight, just like he was at Arkansas. Hasn't been practicing for the Titans, isn't practicing in minicamp right now. Uh, Robbie Anderson is currently contemplating um, killing himself and in an attempt to stop from <laughs> Yeah. Like, I decided an extension, and he just can't stand Sam Darnold no, anymore. No, in an event to or in an attempt to stop from killing himself, he just decided quitting football would be easier. So he's now thinking about that. Josh Jacobs is still hated by the media. Orlando Brown is what? I don't even know what's up with Orlando Brown. Why is he in here? Oh, because uh, he, he finally got it signed. He he's still not signed, but he got an agent who's never been an agent. I thought isn't that what he had before though? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, he like made a neutral move. Like, he's I like make a neutral move when you hire an agent. Well, he's, yeah, I don't get it, it because like, like mom, right? he didn't, he didn't have what? Who was his agent before? Was it himself? Yeah, he was his own agent. Oh, okay. Wait, so now he's just paying someone else for the same level of experience? Yeah, he's out here asking for million. He's asking to be the highest paid left tackle in NFL currently, and he comes out with an agent that's not an agent. <laughs> That's never handled any NFL player before. Doug, this has to be like his boy or something. And like, you know, just get a cut of it. Well, I guess, I guess there's some actual personal relationship here. Like his dad. So the, the, the agent's dad is like a medical dude and Orlando Brown really hits home with the medical uh, system because like his dad was a diabetic brothers, a diabetic, et cetera, et cetera. Family uh, history. Uh, medical issues and so Orlando Brown kind of hit home with that 
Um, that's why I think he signed this guy, but I, I don't know. I feel like, like I said, it's a neutral. Would you dude. rather just sign his dad to be like your nutritionist or something? His dad is dead. Oh, well, why didn't you rather just sign this guy to be the, your fucking nutritionist then? Like, I, I don't know. In it's... a serious note, I remember every single one of us saying that we really liked grabbing Orlando Brown last year. We just hated doing it, knowing that we were going to have to pay him. And here we are. And uh, well, okay, think think this through here real quick. You're paying Orlando Brown, what is it, like eighteen million against the cap this year? Yeah. If you sign him to a long term extension, that eighteen million drops down to like eight million. Sure, but then you're paying like seventeen for the next five years. And I, I think Orlando Brown is almost good enough to like warrant that type of money. And for the type of safe like that type of safety with the Chiefs as a team, especially when you didn't pay uh, Tyree Kill and you have that money, um, like maybe it's worth it. The problem is like you just uh, it's a lot of money, and it's a guy when you're when when you're giving that money to a guy that you're not sure about, it's really dangerous. What would you say if he played right tackle? I I wouldn't care either one. They're both the same. Okay. I mean, honestly, wouldn't you want to pay the right tackle less? The right tackle is less important. <laughs> I, I I hate that notion that the left yeah, tackle and the right tackles are the same. all five across the line is equally yeah, important. Yeah, they're all important, but only one of them. I, okay, I disagree with that. Beans tackle is a much harder job than it is very hard. But if your weakest point is your center, where the hell are they going to attack all the time? Your center, like it's it's yeah, kind of then you you can double from either side, like with yeah. the center. I get it, but I look at it as a perspective as you're only as strong as your weakest link. I, I get it. That's such a cheesy comment. Yeah, my, uh, my, my high school uh, self is livid at you right now because he played all three positions across the line, and he knows that tackle is much harder. <laughs> Guard is hard, and, they, and when you make a mistake, and you can't double like that, it's worse because, like, it's easier to get to the quarterback. But tackle is just not easy because you have to overcompensate for the outside rush, which means you have to be quick to push him back inside. And mm-hmm. if you watched Orlando Brown at the beginning of the year, I kind of was a little flustered watching him. Like, I was all discombobulated thinking we gave up a first-round pick for this guy. And he picked it up later. But to me, it still feels like it wasn't worth that first round pick and the money that we're going to be at. Cause think about it here in a couple of years, we're going to have to be playing, uh, uh, shit. Humphrey. Sorry. I was drawing a blank Humphrey, Reed. potentially Niang, you know, who knows where he's going to be at, you know, Trey Smith. We're going to have to keep, we're going to have to start shelling out money to this O line that we may not have. I'm also not Uber inclined to give big money to a guy that only played well when his contract was coming up. Not that he didn't play well in Baltimore, but there was a distinct step up in play towards the end of the year and towards the end of his stint in Baltimore. So, uh, Beans, I do have one thing that mm. uh, I'm going to tell you, and I know you're not going to like it. Uh, Creed Humphrey is not going to get a second contract. With the Chiefs. That pisses me off so bad. The Chiefs do this every fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, Chiefs, the Chiefs haven't given a second contract to a center in literally eons. Like, I know. The dinosaurs roamed the earth the last time that happened. I know, and, they, but I love let Creed Humphrey. Go, they let um, Hudson Hudson go. Hudson go, and they then replaced it with like 
Allegri or Allegri. And they yeah, win. then you got yeah. It, the it's Geese so literally frustrating. would just draft a center in like the third or fourth round, like every four years, and then like that's, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. No, I'm it's glad not. that they. I'm glad now, that they man, hit home on this. Humphrey is like the best center in the league. I'm gonna be kind of upset if we let him go. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But like, I would be like losing like not having Mitch Morris kind of hurts because Mitch Morris is good. But like at the same time, like Mitch Morris is like that weird middle ground of player where it's like okay, he's he plays a non-premium position or whatever, and he's like almost good enough to like pay big money to. And we're also forgetting here we're paying big money to Joe Tooney that not really many people talk about, but that which is probably a good thing. If you're not talking about an O lineman, that means he's probably doing his job. No, no, the biggest Chiefs fans will tell you that that was actually a really big, a really cheap contract, and it didn't mean anything. And we actually didn't spend way too much money on the offensive line. Uh, it's just who, a terrible argument to make. But who's I hate saying? Who's saying this? People in our fantasy football leagues. No, that that contract was expensive. I know yeah, it was. Was it the highest time. contract like for a guard? Yeah, he literally broke the broke the scale it, on the it guard. It can't not be expensive. So, it's so the we're gonna have contract for a guard ever. So we have the biggest contract for the guard. We're looking at the biggest contract for the left tackle. We have a center that's going to be coming up here in three years, which that's a while, but the cap could change by then. But you're looking at half your own line taking up forty percent of your cap. Oh, well, hopefully by then we would have moved on by from uh, what's nuts. Well, you got yeah. Kel- you got Kelsey. Yeah, and- Travis Kelsey is going to open up quite a bit of cap here soon. Yeah, and I think yeah, I, mean, I think Hill- some some portion of Hill's money is still on the books for a year, but uh, I mean well, the thing of it is, is in three years we're going to have a no idea how high the cap is, b no idea who's actually going to be good and worth the contract, and c who's going to get like moved and cut to like make room for shit. Well, yeah, Sky Moore is going to need a 30 mil contract, though, at that point, too. So you'll have to watch out for that. That just goes to show that the Chiefs are just fucking hitting home on everything right now. <laughs> well, they're hitting on quite a bit, but uh, I would but, love to have that. Was it the 19 draft flashback? That draft class was fucking. Yeah, it was. I, I think it was, but, the, it was either the 19 or the 20 class. It was 19. Class. It was when we got McCole Hardman. and Yeah, oh, that class was doo doo. Yep. But, yeah. okay, we got to move on from the mini camp here. Last thing I'll say is Dan Snyder wants everybody to forget that he condoned uh, touching women in the workplace, so he's not <laughs> signing Scary Terry. Uh, he will tell you that they're not signing Scary Terry. Look at Scary Terry. He's really good, but I'm not going to pay him. Ha, 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 ha. All right. Uh, I think just I think the funniest thing is, you know, that whole thing happened, and then no one cared, and then the NFL started caring when it was like his he was stealing their money. Yes. Yep. Do you think Scary Terry's showing up to practice so that way he could actually practice with Carson Wentz on how to catch well, his balls? Okay. No. So that's really weird because he showed up but didn't practice. Which, like, I and keep in mind, I'm a. I really like. I like Scary Terry, the person and player. He's like been a team captain since he's been into the NFL. Um, like, it makes sense when you serve that type of a role on and off the field with the team that you show up and don't practice if you're looking for a contract. I don't understand how you show up and then, like, those contracts must have taken such a bad turn for him to show up and then not show up anymore. You know, because he's not there now. He showed up literally for the rookie OTAs and then, like, which is even more voluntary for him and then isn't showing up anymore. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Inside fumbled. Absolutely fumbled the bag there. (laughs) Oh, my God. Such poverty. uh, Poverty. 
Let's move uh, on to Tyreek Hill possibly speaking dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, Tyreek Hill fumbling any sort of credibility that he had in Kansas City and possibly a Ring of Honor destination if he keeps running his mouth like he has been about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Man, no. I shouldn't have said running his mouth. That that was very rude of me. But Tyreek did say that Tua was more accurate than Mahomes, and he pointed to, like, completion percentage, which is a fucking terrible stat. Could you – Could you? to me, this sounds like he is, like – this couldn't be a more cry for help in this situation. Yeah, can I? Tua is more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, he is very accurate. He throws the ball in such a tight spiral and puts it right on the dot. Get me the fuck out of this situation. I, I don't get it. Like, I, you got away from, like, you got what you wanted. You got your contract. And you got to go to the destination you wanted to go to. And, like, it just. It feels like the Chiefs just told him no and, like, they were going to trade him, and now he's just a bitter ex. Because like, I... I, I get he's trying to do shit for his podcast and everything, and that's, like, what everyone's saying. But, but like, so are we, damn it. Yeah, we're trying to make content <laughs> for our podcast, but we're not out here, like, lambasting or – I mean, if, Kat, we, if we were just lambasting Cash Kansas on here – we spew He's the only person who consistently comes on here. <laughs> even even the co-host. <laughs> so can I? I don't want this to be my hot take, but I don't think what he said was that crazy or wrong. Whoa! You better no. There's gonna be bricks thrown at you, man. Tyreek or Tua is a more accurate. It's literally like when you have to say something nice about somebody, and you say the only thing that you can nice about them. And like disregard all of the other things, but Tua is a more accurate quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Just like I mean, he might be more. For yeah, me, he might be more accurate, off. like in shorts. But I feel like in game speed, like you can't make those other throws. No, but that's not what we're talking about. I know here. we're just that's talking like about accuracy. Part of accuracy, though. Yeah, his well, accuracy. If you can't make throws, some of the throws him. and make them accurately, then you can't make those throws. Mahomes can make any throw. Well, yeah, but he's missing every single shot that he isn't taking. Therefore, he's I'm, he's not taking the throws that he can't make. His ADOT's low. I, he's taking easy throws inside the numbers. He struggles with arm strength. Like, we all know those things, but the adjusted completion percentage at all three levels of the field are higher than Patrick Mahomes. Fair yeah, his, his jet sweep uh, accuracy is through yeah, the roof. So like That's Jim what... Waddle caught 150 passes because they literally just used him as a running back, basically. Yeah. And like that, yes, that's going to inflate your completion percentage and everything. But I, I feel like Tyree Kill was kind of just backed into a corner here with the media, and he did say a fact. He did say something nice about his quarterback, but he was probably very, 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 or struggling a lot to come up with something nice to say about Tua. I like guess those two I, things I can both can be true. Even that he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, no, like Drew Brees I mean, was one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league, but he still struggled with a lot of the problems that Tua has. Like Devontae Adams did the same shit with Derek Carr when he said like the talent level was the same as Rodgers. Like, like all, these these wide receivers on new teams are just fucking weirding out over their fucking and quarterbacks. The- and I get Devo- <laughs> I get Devontae's a little bit because Devontae and like Derek are actually like best friends, friends. right? Yeah, but I don't I understand the allegiance that. with Tua. I don't understand the allegiance with Tua, like why you would feel like you need to defend Tua. I feel like Tyreek Hill has nothing that he'd need to like 
prove to Tua or like Kyrie keep Tua a good, is good as fuck. He doesn't need to, he, he doesn't need to be allied with Tua at all. Like, right. And honestly, it'd be more helpful for him if they sucked and got a good quarterback next year. I mean, Tyreek will still get his. Like, he'll Mike McDaniel will just manufacture touches for him. Like, it'll happen. Okay, let's let's do a little quick game of over under, and we'll save the notes here for after the next season. Um, so for the past two seasons, the average yards for Tyreek Hill was approximately twelve hundred yards. Over or under? I'm gonna go under because I think Miami's gonna be running the ball more than they would have. I'm gonna say under. I okay. also think um, I don't know. Depending on the type of passes, I mean, Tyreek Hill might end up in a Debo role where he ends up, like, taking some rushes, too. Yeah. So that might just – he might have more than 1,200 yards, whether it's receiving yards is a little bit different. All right. Average of touchdowns from the last two seasons is about under. is about 12. Over, under. under. That is way under. I would really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would not, like – I think I've already said this, but like Tyree Kill shouldn't be a top two round pick and redraft like fantasy football this year. That's like, I like I don't see one of him or Jalen Waddle is going to play the role that Jalen Waddle does last year. Maybe they both do a little bit, but like whoever plays that deep threat role is just kind of like worthless to me. But if you have two deep threat roles. <laughs> um, they got to use somebody in that, like, ex- essentially an extension of a running back role. I think um, one other thing that people just fail to, like, even think about is Mike Gusecki is, like, actually, like, good yeah. when it comes to, like, being a receiving tight end. Mike Gusecki Mike- might be the ex receiver on that team. Yeah. Mike Gusecki is going to command targets. Like, yeah. people just. Don't, and Chase Edmonds is going to command targets too, and I, I think people will just well, their running back room is like eight deep, and you know all of them are going to be touching the ball. It's at like least. two deep. There's a bunch of bodies there, but it's Chase a bunch Ed- of bodies. But it's like Chase it's, Edmonds and Sony Michelle are the only actually worthwhile running backs there. Oh, he's a worthless, but yeah, that's that's. I wouldn't say he's you know. Miles Gaskin will probably have one game this year where he rushes for like 120 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, that's like saying Mike Davis isn't worthless. Like I, I guess, but like in the grand scheme, I mean, he's of, just a, he's he's another guy. He's he's above the average like person. <laughs> well, I, I guess. Well, I would hope an NFL player is above me. <laughs> Okay, when I say average person, I'm obviously referring to an average NFL running back. Okay. <laughs> I, me too. <laughs> all right. Do we have? Are we ready to hit on Baker? No. Let's talk about Bruce Arians first. And all then, right, all right, and, all right. And, yeah, we'll end it. Yeah. I want to roast the Browns. Perfect. Uh, okay. That I, I had such a bad comment there. Continue on. No, I, I, uh, I was gonna. I was gonna make a funny joke, okay. but I realized we're trying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get canceled now. I know. <laughs> yeah. I want to roast the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland. There Steelers. you go. There but you go. First, we got to get through this shit with Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. And if you thought that Tyree Kill might sound like a jaded lover, God, Bruce Arians fucking sounds like a jaded lover here. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Poor. You know what my like most confusing part about this all is is like. I understand that there's some sort of beef here, but like 
Tom Brady legitimately tried to like I I don't know how else to say it besides like finagle his way to Miami for whatever reason because he's Tom Brady and like nobody really seems to care because Tom Brady's likable and has won now but like if you're Bruce Arians like Tom Brady is literally trying to like either break a rule or use the rules to the full extent of how they're written to like get away from you to leave your team when like the only success you had has been with I shouldn't say that the only success you've had in Tampa has been with Tom Brady I just I I understand how there can be beef there and why they would not really like each other well, probably Bruzarians from the like Tom Brady was like into Bruzarians until like partway through last like two seasons ago where Bruce Arians just threw him under the bus yeah and then they've had he's like had very there's been tension there mm-hmm. but i mean if you looked at it tom brady didn't like belichick either he just doesn't i, how do I put this he, i mean he's obviously. literally as old as these coaches he probably he probably actually does know more than them at some things and just that's, they, that's got yeah. a yeah and i don't even think that the tampa bay buccaneers need to pay for a quarterback's coach that would be the easiest job being the hey, quarterback's coach on like whatever team Brady's playing on. Hey Tom, go up, uh, go do this. Yeah, it's hey, good experience. Yeah, you're just showing up in shorts and a t-shirt in Florida, <laughs> and you're just you even fucking. Imagine like signing a veteran quarterback to like help out, like just or being around. I feel, I feel like Tom Brady's backup just has to be like his drinking buddy. Like I feel like that's just what Blaine Gabbert is. Kyle Trask. Well, isn't Blaine Gabbert back? I thought they just signed Blaine Gabbert. They re-signed Blaine Gabbert, but they also have Kyle Trask. Yeah, they don't give a shit about Kyle Trask. Yep. Okay. No, Blaine Gabbert okay. is the second-string quarterback because I bet you hit him and Tom Brady are boys or something. My, my thing is, I think Bruce, if Tom Brady stayed retired and they played next season with Blaine Gabbert or whoever the fuck was, they were going to roll out with with some shitstorm of a player, and they had a below 500 season, Bruce Arians would have been fired. So I, I think this was – They would have made a move for a quarterback. They would have they given up. A first round pick for literally any other quarterback. I still don't think they would have been above five hundred. Well, it depends. I, on that team is so good, though, Beans. Yeah, I I don't know. That division's so easy. I don't know. They have four free wins between the Falcons and the Panthers. Not only uh, that, but what other NFC team they play is just going to be a fucking cakewalk. Well, let's let's NFC. look at their let's look at their shed well. It's like not, not the time easiest, for that. but it's not the hardest. Here. If they play the NFC East, which I think they might, then like they're going to win at least six games minimum. Okay, Cal. Okay, let's say no Tom Brady. We'll say who the fuck would they have gone for? I bet you they get like Jimmy G. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo is their quarterback, but win against the Cowboys. No. Jimmy Garoppolo is undefeated, backing up Brady. Facts. Okay, win against the Cowboys. Uh, I'd go no. Okay, no. Saints. Once. No, the they game. they can't beat them. And then they, they, can, they can beat the Saints at home. Not then the then you have the Packers, you have the Chiefs, you have the Ravens, you have the Rams, you have the Browns, and whoever they roll out at quarterback, the 49ers. Beat the Browns. So uh, that is hard really schedule, actually. Jesus Christ, that's front loaded. I, so okay, maybe one win above five, maybe two, but it's close. Like Okay, but like who who are they playing in the NFC? Like who's the NFC team? 
or conference they're playing? Well, they play like Atlanta. Um, okay, that's in their own division. So, oh, you like, mean I'm talking Indi- like, do they play like Eagles, uh, Manders, Giants? Do they play Seahawks? They play uh, the Bears? they play the Packers, Cowboys, um, Panthers, Rams, Rams, Seahawks. Okay, they're playing the NFC West. Then. Yep. Yep, and also that they had the ba- and also they play okay, against the Bengals. They, make the they also play against the Bengals this year. Eh. So there's my point. I, I would still say whatever they rolled out there, I think Bruce Arians would have been fired after next season. Uh, we'll see. Well, no, we won't. Well, we won't see. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. Just so like in my Sean in- Watson might be Sean Watson might be going to jail. Oh my god. <laughs> jail. This is gonna take a second. No. Do you think how many does it take? How many accusations? Okay, he's does not it going take? to jail. He's literally the criminal trial's over. That's bro. like gotta be stopped. Bro, come on, man. Have you ever heard uh that Kanye West song Jail with uh fucking Jay Z on it? That's where he's going. He's going not to going to jail. He's going to jail in the court of public opinion, Gavin. That's yes, all. I he don't is know. going to that jail. And Isn't he up to like three hundred thousand dollars and trying to keep these ladies hush hush? I'm well, okay. Yeah, okay. Sean Watson is absolutely going to outspend a combination of twenty six random ladies. I, I need to uh, I need to interject here real quick. Um, there. Speaking of hush money, I know you guys don't know this. In WWE, there's like a investigation into a three million dollar like hush money payment. Oh my gosh. Sort of like a uh, sexual relationship between either Vince McMahon and some other woman or like a WWE superstar and some other woman. Wow. Yeah, it's like shit's bad. That doesn't surprise me. No, it literally does not. If you kept up with any history of WWE and Vince McMahon, this is like the least surprising thing that's ever happened. But uh, I don't even know where to start with this. This is such a Browns thing to have happen to them. So, okay. There, we, again, we should have known when Sean Watson was playing basketball for Mia Khalifa's rookie year. When she was in a maid outfit. <laughs> should have known. That man so, is unredeemably horny. Okay. Um, so there's the clause in the contract where they can get out because... Is, does that actually exist? Yes. It does exist. It, is it a does. Real... Barstool isn't feeding out shit there. Yeah. But, so, okay. Here's the problem. Either these, in my mind, these two things have to be true. Um, like Deshaun, or these three things Deshaun Watson and his team actually like didn't know about the new accusations or whatever, which I find highly unlikely after a year. Because the other option there is somehow somebody waited a whole like year plus some change to join this, which I find highly unlikely. And if that's true, it kind of decreases the. Um, credibility of the first 22 in my mind. Um, but the other part is just that, like, Cleveland's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, Cleveland is stupid. I don't think that, I don't think it's up for debate. No, they're not. If, if, Desha- if they had all of the information after a year of investigation and all this stuff, and it was all in there, all looked good, and like it's heading towards a resolve, because it did appear that way, and then all of the sudden this new stuff comes out. This really, it's about this new stuff and like what what this is because one some of it is just because people that were in the lawsuit got pissed off at what Deshaun Watson said, and then some other parts of it is new people being introduced. Correct? 
Yes. Yeah, I mean, there, there's been a lot of, like, this could have just went away, and then, like, Sean Watson's attorney, like, said some shit about, like, how happy endings aren't, like, illegal or something, and, like, th- there was a bunch of shit that happened that kind of reinvigorated everything, and the new lawsuit's dropped, and it's just a fucking mess again, and is Deshaun Watson gonna play? We don't know. Okay, yeah. Little, just a little side note. I sorry that I was just reading this and I am befuddled by this. Um, over or under of ten and a half pages for Deshaun Watson's contract. Oh, it's got to be over. It's, okay, it's under if you're asking. Oh, what do you think? I, I think it it's over. under if you're asking. I bet you that contract is like two pages long. Two hundred and thirty pages long. Oh my god, that was way wrong. <laughs> So, that is a long fucking contract. <laughs> I you think you like read the, that whole thing. No, no, no dude who has 22 sexual uh, allegations. Yeah. Charges. Or not charges, allegations, excuse me, would read anything. <laughs> that wow. Long. Well, I believe, I think Cleveland protected themselves. I think Cleveland is protected here. I think they will get out if it continues on the current course. I don't think they're dumb. I really still like. I think the trade – I appreciate the process that Cleveland did um, trying to upgrade at quarterback when they had a good team, and they pulled off I, They pulled off a trade, and if they protected themselves in the trade to where they could have only burned three first-round picks for a possible huge upgrade at quarterback, like, yeah, that really hurts. But, like, you're not doing anything with Baker Mayfield apparently anyways. So you either attempt to get good or get tanking faster, like – that's yeah, your only you take if you don't have any first round picks. Well, I mean, sure, but like they're they're either going to be bad with more first round picks over the next couple of years. I I don't know. I don't think they're bad enough with Baker to like have those first round picks be useful to get a quarterback, anyways. But Baker's okay. not going to play for them. The, not the, now. This whole yeah, situation. I'm talking pre trade, post trade. Oh, okay. I, I understand what you're saying now. This whole this whole the. Del- this whole situation just has me thinking of like that one picture you see of the Browns that have that laundry list of quarterbacks on the back of that guy's shirt. And they just keep taping the names on. And then now you're adding in Baker Mayfield and Deshaun Watson onto there. Like to me, like the Browns add Watson or do you like put, Oh, I'm adding Watson to that situation. Like I'm asking, do you add like Watson as an actual last name or you just put like the rapist or something? Oh, you, you definitely put the massage therapist on there, like, or something (laughs) that, that list though, beans is like the one thing that keeps getting back and back to me with Baker Mayfield. Like not only, um, he ended, he, he ended that, you know, streak. He ended he that too. Ended. He's, like, he's on it now. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He's on it because of their not, decision. He's still on the team. No, he's – but from what I am gathering is that, like, both parties have agreed, like, hey, we're we're going to separate mutually here. God, you're going to have to put Jacoby Brissett on there too. Wow. So God. if Sean Watson's contract did get, like, voided, do you actually put Deshaun Watson, like, on the jersey? Yes. Even though no, you're not you. yes, because you are trading so many assets, you have traded away so much assets. I, I feel like you have to put it on there. It's like That's a painful fair. reminder. Okay. But you have to add Jacoby Brissett onto that. You got to add fucking Baker, Baker onto there. This is this. That's what I mean, though. This is such a poverty organization in such in their decision making that you know you could have made this trade in well, 
You okay, think- that, that's a bit hindsighty though, because if Deshaun Watson played this year and was a top five quarterback in the league and they won the Super Bowl, they're all of a sudden not a a shit organization. My thing is though, with twenty two I mean, allegations, still a shit organization that won a Super Bowl. If the Bengals won the Super Bowl, they'd still be a shit organization. But with twenty two allegations, you should have waited like at least. I don't know. You were all saying this now. It's hindsight bias. Whatever. Wait an extra three months and see what happens here. But then you I can't mean, trade wait three months. months you can still gone. trade away your next three picks. No, he, those that offers they weren't even the in the running until they gave him the contract. I do I, remember that he took him off the list. Yeah, I so here back on Baker, like he ended the streak. The exact reason that he ended the streak was him being competitive, him being like just completely changing the uh culture in that locker room in that organization. Now that's actually used against him, which I find. Funny as fuck for a organization that's as bad historically as Cleveland. Um, it's like they finally get a guy that changes everything for them. And when he's played bad, he's had a reason to play bad. And then do a move like this. Now, I, I, I agree with the move. But I understand that this was absolutely a risk at all of that time. I just I never thought that the Sean Watson uh, situation would have taken a turn like this given where the lawsuit seemed to be. And, the who, and who are the Browns to think that Baker Mayfield would just take a seat back for Deshaun Watson when this guy went to Texas Tech and lost his starting job, transferred away? You know what I mean? Like, this guy has I been mean, counted. I tired of getting passed how, over. He, yeah, he's, he's tired of getting counted out. And that's when he goes scorched earth, you know? Like, he, yeah. he was yep. doing good in Texas Tech. I don't know if he was good or not. I can't, I don't have to pull this. Off Baker Mayfield then here. you pissed off Baker Mayfield, and the guy went fucking berserk at Oklahoma, and now he's he was doing good in the NFL. Got gets hurt for one year. The Browns decide to panic and do something that they thought was better for their organization after the guy comes in the face of women. Anyways, um, did you hear? By about the that? way, did you uh, hear about that? Like he was like standing up, and never mind. It, the guy has impressive aim. That's all I gotta say. And, and and you into that? No. <laughs> Sounds no. like it. It's it's from the reports. Anyways, um sure. <laughs> Anyways, so reports out of camp indicate. <laughs> the reports out of camp Deshaun has good aim. <laughs> um Yeah, he's more <sighs> accurate than Tua. <laughs> That's a um, good one. By the way, I don't know if this is true or not. This was true as of, like, a week or two ago. Uh, that Schefter tweet about how Deshaun Watson, like, welcomed legal action because he knew he was innocent is still, like, you know, there on his page, allegedly. Yeah. That, that's fucking weird. Don't know why he hasn't deleted that. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, I, back back to the whole, like, Baker's going to go scorch shirts wherever this guy lands up at. On his couch, baby. He's going to go scorch earth on his couch watching the Browns lose. He's going to be the biggest Browns hater this season. I I think there's a lot of NFL teams that would be better adding Baker Mayfield. Seattle. But, but okay, what, what should the NFL do? What would you do if you were Roger Goodell? If nothing else changed, we enter the season and the Deshaun Watson situation is where it is right now. Where it is uh, right now. I wanted to – get it over and done with i probably would just give him so you gave like kareem hunt what like eight games it was six games six Six games so you probably give deshaun like 
eight to a I'm, whole season somewhere there. I'm saying a whole season because if you're giving, you either if, give them half because you're being lenient, or you give them a whole. I'm now, saying if you want to just cover your ass and like do nothing while also just doing something. You could just suspend him indefinitely. I mean, Riley Ridley yeah. got right. Riley Ridley got Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. My bad. Got suspended for a whole year because he betted fifteen hundred dollars on his no, own that's, team. Yeah, that's, but different. That, that's like a whole slippery slope thing. Like that's more like nipping it in the bud. I know, like, we, but we've had people with sexual allegations like that. I, I think personally, the most likely thing to happen is they suspend him indefinitely and then like wait this out. Let me put it to you this way, Beans. It's the NFL's job to stop NFL players from fixing games. It's not the NFL's job to, if Deshaun Watson is guilty of sexual assault, convict Deshaun Watson of sexual assault. That's the legal's, uh, the legal, the police, the whatever, the justice system's job. And I mean, just... like, dude, they gave Ray Rice, like, four games to start and then, like, suspended him more. And Ray Rice only didn't play in the NFL because he had too much. Because he was, like, the first high-profile athlete to, like, beat his wife. Yeah. Like, uh, if you're the first one, then, like, you're fucked. Do you think this guy has a, a, a wanted poster, like, Deshaun Watson's face is on every massage parlor? Like, don't let this guy in. God. He's banned. Banned from every massage parlor. Like, I, even the, the Okay, but look at this. are defendant in this thing now. Look at this from an athletic training perspective. Like, you have to work with this guy – day in and day out, knowing, like, what he may or may not have done. Like, just Gen- the questioning of it Genuine is Genuine question. When uh, Deshaun Watson goes through employee orientation with the Cleveland Browns, do you think that he goes to the HR part on sexual harassment? <laughs> no. Dog, he's literally – what if the NFL part of his, like, reinstatement – like, if they suspect him indefinitely. Part of his reinstatement is he has to take, like, a sex addiction, addiction course or something. I, th- I bet you that's what's going to happen. Probably. I, so I guess I haven't given – I would suspend him 10 games. If anything else comes out, like – if anything else – if it gets beyond this point, because the new lawsuits coming out kind of changed my mind on this a little bit. Before, I was more in the, like, he's not guilty of anything, the justice system. Improve the justice system before you improve the NFL type thing. Um, but now – more stuff coming out, them tripping over their own statements and all that stuff. I'm more inclined to just say, like, if the NFL just said this dude just doesn't need to be in the NFL, I'm okay with that. But then Dan Snyder's still in the NFL, so. Like, oh, God. Dude, yeah, I know. No, it'd be savage as fuck. If the NFL let him play this year and then suspended him next year when he actually was making money, oh, that'd be savage That as would fuck. be, oh, wow. Can you so imagine, what, like, all the I've signs? thought about that. Why can't you just give him a $230 million or whatever, just a massive fucking fine, not $230 million. Sorry, that's his whole contract. Like a fifteen, hundred fifty million. Like dog, imagine if they fined him, like, $50 million for conduct detrimental to the team. Dude, you might have to take out a fucking loan to No, seriously, off. though. Why, like, why, why does nobody talk about that? So, like, well, the contract, he's making no money this year. Like, there's no limit to what you can be fined. That is right. true. I mean, teams get fined you, all the you time. You like, $50,000 so you, like, ruin his fucking credit or something like that. Tyreek Hill would get fined all the time for wearing his socks wrong. I mean, it's... No, that's my point. Is like, yeah. I, I don't view... I don't view the way the contract is, like, put together as a problem because you can just fine him, and it's yeah. not a big and deal. Then, and then you make your money you back. Know, 
if he doesn't have the money to pay it because he the way he structured his contract, then maybe he just doesn't need to be in the NFL. If that's the way he wanted to structure his contract to not get paid while he has 22 sexual harassment allegations. God, that'd be savage as fuck. Wow. That would be coming for... I could be a real asshole about this. And it, I wouldn't that, could, mad. that could it go really full circle. Holy well, shit. Well, yeah, like what... Why is that not talked about? What wouldn't that like resolve everything? Everybody's happy. Um, well, I don't think the people. I don't. John think- Watson would probably sue them for like some sort of detriment the of character or something. The players' association would never let that happen. By the way. Yeah, but, I dude, know. Oh my god, is that how Roger Goodell and like the NFL like make the players' association look bad? Is I don't they just like make them stand by a dude with fucking twenty six no. sexual assault. Roger Goodell will just like have a graph that has a line and it's linear and it's like number of sexual assault allegations and like fine and it just goes up super fast. It's just most players only have one. I'm looking at this (laughs) from like a uh, not a fan perspective, but from like an outside NFL view perspective. I feel like the people of the fans of the NFL won't be happy unless there's like actual repercussions. Like you can say, oh, we threw we threw a fine on this. The guy the guy lost money. But I feel like people are searching for more people than want that. Games. Yeah, yeah. Dan, yeah, Dan Snyder's still in the NFL, so. But you can, I, you can. Uh, at what point? Yeah. Like, the fines are usually like a million dollars, like at most, or maybe like two million dollars most. Oh yeah. Like yeah. if they drop the hammer with like a fifty million dollar fine or something, do you think people would actually people would view that differently, right? <laughs> I don't think so because I don't think the people would understand. Is my? Do you imagine the like? Uh, the memes that would come out with the Doctor Evil scene with Roger Goodell. We will one find him billion one billion. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I, I Deshaun Watson needs eight games and like a fucking one hundred million dollar fine. Oh my god! Boom! I'm happy. Wow, <laughs> that would be fucking insane, dude. That would be the same situation. And then that makes his contract go down to like an average quarterback's contract. Yeah, well, the Browns still thirty million dollars. Wow! Holy shit. That shit! He's like a hundred million dollars in the hole with no money. Wow! Uh, we just solved the NFL. Yep. I I think we would make great commissioners or terrible commissioners. I'm not really sure which one. Both. Yep. Perfectly balanced, like all things should be. All right. Beans. The time has come for your segment. You want us to be Barstool Sports so bad, and we're giving you the opportunity to make us Barstool Kansas. No, okay, yeah, let's go Barstool Kansas. Um, so yeah, this is a, this is a Barstool Kansas segment. All right, Beans, give it away. So I was sitting here, and this is my thought-provoking moment. But you know, I was like, okay, how can we do something in the episode to lighten the mood a little bit? And I was like, a draft. So. We're going to do a flyover state sports show draft. So in this draft, we're going to be talking about state uh, things that remind us of Kansas, and it's going to be a snake style draft. Um, so this can be objects, players, you know, yes, we're going to count Kansas city, Missouri, um, you yeah, know, they things play, they play for anyone like in the Kansas city area that counts. Yeah, it counts. So basically if you're from Kansas and Missouri, hell, even Nebraska, you're going to relate to this shit. Okay. So, yeah, because we're flyover states. Anyways, um, Sam, you want to explain how the draft order happened? <laughs> yeah, so currently we, we needed a way to determine who, the, you know, was going to pick first, second, third. So 
we put out a poll, and you guys, all 19 of you voted. 22. On who the sexiest co-host or host of this podcast was. And you all overwhelmingly selected Beans as the sexiest man here. God bless all of you people. So, Beans, you... So, we're not just going to give you the first overall pick, right? Because some people in a snake-style draft... We're doing six rounds, by the way. Some people don't prefer the first pick in a snake-style draft. So, you get to choose your draft slot. Do you want the first, second, or third overall pick? Give me the first. We're going to start off strong. he's going hard. We're going to go... We're going to start off strong in this, bitch. And then, Gavin, you finish second because I voted for Beans, and then you both voted for yourself before I could tell you <laughs> that uh, we weren't voting for ourselves. I still won by a pretty – No, Beans won by a landslide. Gavin was ahead of me by one vote, which if I could have voted for myself, I would have just voted for myself, which means that would I would have won. <laughs> or we would have been tied, excuse me. So, Gavin, with your Mickey Mouse second selection – what draft slot do you want? Um, I want to go third. Give Fuck me you. <laughs> God damn it! I can't get the turn. I don't get the first pick. God, you're in. The, you are literally the sandwich right I'm here. In no man's land. You are the Oreo cream in the middle of this one. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. As means explained, this draft can be anything Kansas related. We will be tweeting out our selections for you guys to vote on who had the best draft after the show gets dropped tomorrow. And there'll be a fun little Friday surprise, by the way. Sorry for not getting you guys a podcast on your normal Wednesday afternoon. We're lazy and have jobs now. Yep. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm employed now. Yeah. We're no longer unemployed and can't do shit. Like oh, that, Gavin, so. wait till taxes hit. You're going to hate that. Shit. Oh, dude, I'm not looking forward to that. That's <laughs> bullshit. No. Taxation is you know how much money the government is losing by me not having money and their money losing value. <laughs> draft order will go Bean, Sam, Turd, Turd, Sam, Beans. And like Bean said, it can be an athlete, a person, a place, a thing. A noun. It can be an idea, I suppose. One thing that needs to be clarified. So, for instance, I could say Kansas State University. Beans could say Manhattan, Kansas. Like, so if you say something inside a city – that doesn't mean you get the whole city. Unless yeah. if you say the whole city, that doesn't mean you don't you get specific things inside. So some things might help you more than others. So exactly. So beans. I know <laughs> you know that you've had the first overall pick since I knew that since you kind of knew what position you were taking when you won that uh, poll. You've been thinking about this. Who is the number one pick in the Kansas draft? I would do such a disservice. Right. If I did not say the Wizard of Oz. Fuck you. You've already lost. What? No. Everyone in Kansas hates the Wizard of Oz. You know who listens to this podcast? People from Wamigo, Kansas, who hate the Wizard of Oz. No, we have a listener in uh, Norway. That's true. They just like Belgium. We also also have some shady uh, listener in like iran or something like that not saying it's shade or anything but like what's you up dude? Lost this listener in iran already. <laughs> yeah. it, i heard they just Angela. got the wizard of oz on vhs last week <laughs> all right um i'm going to actually make the best selection um i'm gonna take john brown the abolitionist 
Wow. A wide receiver that abolished slavery. <laughs> Let's John Brown's a fucking badass. He basically helped end slavery. I like that's infinitely better than some fucking munchkin. I'm gonna have to like put that description in the, in the, in the... I don't know, maybe I'll just draft both John Browns. <laughs> All right. So I'm on the clock, third pick. I got the turn here. Um it's a topic that we've talked about on the podcast, and thanks to my buddy Juan. He told me that he would much rather have this than a hurricane, which is fucking retarded, but I'm taking tornadoes. Oh, damn it. That's a good one. That's a good I was, one. I was hoping that was going to be a sleeper one. No. Do you want, do you want naders or tornadoes? Tornadoes. We'll be formal for this. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to follow this up with, actually, airplanes. We're airplane capital of the world, man. Wow. That's a good one. Yeah. We did lose Boeing. We're still the airplane capital of the world because Kansas is so fucking good at it. And this is the flyover state sports show. That's right. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with wheat. Damn it. That was my other pick there. I thought about it. the wheat basket of America, baby. That's what we're known for. That wheat is worthless. That's why I didn't pick it. (laughs) All right. Uh, All right, Beans. You got two picks. Okay. So this is going to be kind of – your first pick was controversial. Don't yeah, your first one. pick was bad, so you might as well just follow it up with another bad pick. I got right. reach on this player. I'm sure we're gonna because we're gonna do our savior pick here. We're gonna go with Darren Sproles. Okay. Okay. Good. Good pick. And then, oh nope, I misspelled Sproles, not Sprites. Oh, Spryles. <laughs> Darren Spryles. All right. And then on the turnaround, we're gonna go with cinnamon rolls with chili. The fuck? Oh, don't tell me you've never done this. Wait, yeah. What do you mean the fuck, Gavin? Yeah. Why the fuck is that a Kansas thing? It is a Kansas thing. thing. It's a Midwest thing, but dude, it's definitely a Kansas thing. Um, I'm going to piggyback off cinnamon rolls, and I'm going to take Friendship House cinnamon rolls, which is objectively just better Ooh. than cinnamon rolls and chili. Wow. You and guys are your audience. I, and also, I can say I took Friendship House cinnamon rolls down here to Independence, Kansas, gave them to my coworkers, and they said it was the best cinnamon roll they ever had. Hmm. Yeah. So, but, so, Wamigo Friendship House cinnamon rolls are like, you know, outside of Wamigo now, baby. So, with uh, you guys letting a first round pick fall to the third round, and also me passing over him in the second round because I didn't think about it, I'm going to take Bill Snyder in the third round. Damn. Shit. Shit. Damn. Shit. It's getting heated up in here. Shit. Not good. <laughs> I'm in danger. Bill Snyder, that is such Bill a Kansas. That single handedly win him this vote. Yeah, that is a Kansas legend. Like, you cannot. So, can I just, like, take. Everything west of Salina. The, the flat There's plain, nothing the, else out why there. Would you want that why would you want that? You're going to lose because your... Because I can have half of the state. I get, yeah, like, two votes for president. everything west of Salina. So what? The What do we call no, it? Western? Like, Western? No Western? I-35 and west. Western Kansas? Question mark? No, no, no. no. That sounds too derogatory. Oh, oh, no, you're messing it up. Bill Snyder. <laughs> so I... west of I-35. 35 and west. There we All go. Right. I have half the state now, bitches. Wow. Do you really okay. went with the power? You went so with territory? I have to this Bill Snyder. I'm going to go with Todd Reesing. 
That man won the fucking orange damn. bowl at KU. Shit, I wanted him to be my sixth pick. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, that motherfucker <laughs> won the orange bowl at KU. I don't know how much like better it gets than that. I'm not a KU fan, but that is just the most impressive thing of all time. Wow. Yeah, no, the what he did at KU... I so I'm not a KU supporter by any sense of the means. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing both sides. You are, and I used to watch like the highlight films of KU. What year was that? 08? Was it? Yeah, 07, 08. 07 and 08. Todd Reesing was a he was like only five ten, but that guy was a baller. He could play. He was a player. He was. All right. So with my my pick here, um, what are we on the fourth pick? I'm gonna go with Martina McBride. What? Dude, come on. Don't you dare. What? Gavin, help me out here. Man, I feel like a woman. Oh, that's who does that? I yeah. That's Shania Twain. No, is that more? Beans' that... draft shit. is eroding before our eyes. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You already think the card's in. <laughs> yeah, it's already entered. Oh, she's still a good singer. Anyways. Yeah, that's, that's song is by Shania Twain, you fucking idiot. Shit. <laughs> and that's like my number one song. Okay, so like... You fucking idiot. So have you ever watched... <laughs> no wonder I hadn't heard of this. <laughs> what songs does she have? Who the uh, fuck is Martina McBride? That's what I'm saying. She has some good songs. Beats? Name one. Uh, I'm Gonna Love You Through It, A Broken Wing, Independence Day. You've heard of Independence Day. That's a good Maybe. song. I don't. I've heard of the movie Independence Day. No, she's got some. Oh, concrete. Oh, dude, she's. I know who she is. Dog. I don't, that was. Know who she fucking is. That was an accidental pick, but it was a solid pick. <laughs> oh my god. Like, anyways, it was. Side note: Have you guys watched the latest Stranger Things? No, no, I don't have Netflix. Okay, never mind. I'm not gonna fucking dive into that hole. All right, Beans. What's your next? Yeah, next. <laughs> All right. So what do we got here? We're on number five. This is your fifth rounder. Okay. This is my fifth rounder. I'm going to go with the one finger wave. Ah, that's a good pick. Thank that, that you. That is a good pick. It almost makes up for uh, Martina McBride. Don't you yeah. don't you talk shit on Martina. She's also a she's also Just give me Tyler Lockett. And let <laughs> Tyler Lockett. Oh, you, you want to take that back and just take the Lockett family? I kind of do, but I won't. But if you take okay, the Lockett, but if you take in. the Lockett family, could somebody take Tyler Lockett or no? We'll no, give you could take you could have Kevin and Aaron, but you can't have Tyler because I have Tyler. Okay, so uh, I, I get the turn Sterling here for my well. fifth and sixth round pick. So for my fifth round pick, I'm gonna take the KC Mo superiority complex. I feel like that's just a Johnson County superiority complex. Well, yeah, I'm just going to lump them all in there, but it's fine. I mean, everybody knows what I'm talking about when I say it. It's fine. The what? So now, I, what do you mean the what? You've never heard about Johnson County people before? Johnson County people? Is that is that what you're going no, on? You, you specifically have to put uh, KC most superiority complex because it makes me laugh. Case? And it's not county, it's county. KC Mo superior. How do you spell? Superiority God, you... complex. I feel like Gavin has had the weirdest draft. He has absolutely made the best pick of this draft, and the rest of it is just I don't even know. He's still gonna win. Territory, man. Territory. All right, <laughs> yeah. what's your last pick? Um oh dear God. 
I, I think I, I'm between two things for my last pick. So, so. for my last pick, I'm going to go ahead and pick a dude that at least is, uh, for me, important because I ran. I'm going to take Jim Ryan, the first high schooler to break four minutes in the mile and an Olympic athlete. Jim Ryan. And his record was just act, was actually broken uh, for the first time in like 60 years. Wow. All right. I want to take the world's largest ball of twine. Nice. Oh. Where is the world's largest ball of twine? I actually just had it pulled up. But wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me. Um, God, I fucking lived out there when I was in Tipton. Um, Cocker City. It is Cocker City. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> So wow. yeah, so I I uh, counter your record, your previous record with Jim Ryan, with an actual <clears throat> record with the world's largest ball of twine. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna counter your record here, and I'm not gonna go with this guy because of like who he is as a person, but just because of like how many people talked about him. Um, John Brown. I'm gonna get a lot of controversy over this. <laughs> Right. We're gonna go with BT BTK. Give me BTK, man. What? <laughs> You're saying it's buying torture kill over fucking Dude, do you not remember in middle school and people Bro, are gonna read this? Jordy Nelson, what the fuck? No, do you remember oh, in middle school? Right there. Do you, right, re- got- do you oh, remember no. in middle school we were like such young and naive and then we were like, dude, did you ever hear about this killer named BTK? And then like all of a sudden we think Kansas is so cool because we had this like Really no. hot. I did no. not think Kansas I never was cool. Kansas I hated it because I had to read a, a fucking book. Killer in it. <laughs> it I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win Dog, because of this. Me. This your draft. <laughs> your draft is all over the fucking place. Yeah. It's a thing At that least our, my draft is Kansas thing. It's a thing that our listeners loathe. The greatest running back in case in history. The cinnamon rolls and chili. I guess is just no thing. A singer no one knows. A fucking serial killer in a one finger way. What the fuck, me? I, I'm gonna win. I'm enjoying this. I say we go another two rounds. <laughs> no, oh. I already listed notable un- undrafted free agents. Wait, no, I have a free agent that I want to talk about. Oh, dude, I have a long list. All right, of let's, okay. let's cover our UDFA. I we can, then. we can talk about some notable uh, free agents. Okay. Who's your UDFA, Sam? So, I mean, let's just per- Colin Klein, Jordan Nelson is out there. So, like, we don't really need to bring them up. Like too much, obviously. Yep. Like those guys. I I the got. Guy one. I was debating between drafting with the world's largest ball of twine was definitely Ron Baker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I wanted to draft Ron Baker and it just didn't happen because I didn't think I'd be able to get Tyler Lockett to be completely. So played. somebody that I was thinking about, and I actually think he's a he was objectively terrible at most of his jobs that he did anyway. But Dwight D Eisenhower. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about that too, but you know, our our listeners aren't fucking eighty years old. So okay, did everybody have these four people on their list? George Brett. No, I didn't have no. any baseball players on my list. Really, I Pat- really didn't have any Chiefs or like Royals guys. Oh yeah, I had like Lynn Dawson, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Um, I mean, what about Bo? Did you would yeah. would so you put Bo Jackson on there? Bo Jackson. No, I don't think but I mean Bo Jackson's like a KC. I was trying player. to think things that made me think of Kansas. Bo Jackson that, like, made me think of the Raiders and like yeah. That like I know he played for the Royals, 
but I don't like, know. The only thing I, the, the only thing I think of Bo Jackson from the Royals is when he was like running on the wall sideways. That's it. That's literally that is it. it. That's, that's it. But that's just enough. Highlight. That that. But that's like just enough for me. I think me and Sam did a really good job of picking things that actually have to do with Kansas. Okay. What about Union Station? That was my UDFA. What is Union Station? It's a train station in Kansas that's City. Why it's like I don't know about it. Okay. I mean, sure. Yeah. Um, honest to God, uh, the Topeka Topics would have been a funny one. Oh, uh, it's oh, like the church a league team that didn't win a game this season. That's pretty much just a ripoff of the Flint Tropics. <laughs> Is it uh, what's the church in Topeka? Um, oh West gosh, Burrow. Westboro Baptist. Baptist. Oh damn, I should have taken Westboro. Damn it. Yeah. Westboro is like actually still a thing. Yep. Damn. Uh, but all yeah, right, he's going for controversy. <laughs> That's why people are gonna vote for me. I have fucking John Brown. They're gonna think of the receiver. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes, you dude. Do you know how? Do you know how? I said John Brown, the abolitionist. Okay, or abolitionist John Brown. I specifically said that. So you have to actually put that. Ab- that is true. Abolitionist. <laughs> huh? Okay. Okay, oh, but so abolitionist. That's that's your problem. All I'm saying is our generation don't know shit about history, and I feel like... Dude, everyone knows who the fuck John Brown is. Our, our generation is okay, pretty dumb, guys. You said man. that about uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Okay, but that's different. Everyone knows who Dwight D. Eisenhower was, too. Dude, John Brown's like one of the most famous... John Brown like is only famous for like being anti-confederate. All I'm saying I'm is... Just... Oh, go ahead, Beans. All I'm saying is, if you would tell me the accomplishments of Dwight D. Eisenhower, I wouldn't know what to say. But if you told me like what Todd Reesing did back in 07 and 08, oh I'd be like, yeah, that guy, yeah. I'm just Are saying you your first round pick is John Brown and Dwight D. Eisenhower is on waivers. <laughs> I can't believe Martina McBride got drafted. That was a complete that was like drafting a fucking yeah. hunter in the fourth round. I'm hitting the female market on this one, guys. Beans. What female market beans? All three what listeners. Female market are you tapping into? Beans, you the have 19 the that picked from and you picked two picks that I that like legitimately confused me and had I had to rack my brain <laughs> to figure out what they had There's to do. There's so many you could have just taken like any KU basketball player. <laughs> Oh my gosh! We're you could have Mario Chalmers for hitting that three. I should have taken Mario Chalmers for hitting that three. I almost thought about that one, to be honest. He almost thought about it. That yeah, that's the real confidence we need for him to draft him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> almost thought about it, dude. I feel like we should definitely do this again. Yeah, we we can do this again. I enjoyed this. I I love my team. They're like fucking <laughs> wrecking this season. I. I love my team. Honestly, Hold on. I don't want to sound conceited. My team should win. Okay, I will. My trade. team has the most broad appeal and like the one of the probably. You know, three you know how there. much time it would take for John Brown to abolish all of the slavery from I thirty five and West. <laughs> Hold on, Gavin. Well, not the northern part. <laughs> I will. I will trade you no, one finger off, wave dude. for. <laughs> Your, your Dave, next, <laughs> you would have to let me pick like three players. Dave, I will give you the Casey Mo superiority complex for the one finger wave, and that's about it. <laughs> I would rather have the superiority complex over the one finger wave. I think that's going to resonate with more people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. BTK had quite the following. Those, all right. Are we uh, wrapping up on the draft? I love how Beans is like, oh, yeah, like, kids, like, People our age don't know anything about history. They don't know who John Brown is, and then like has BTK 
Like he wasn't <laughs> from the fucking like seventies, eighties. Clown show behavior, dude. Give us the fucking thought provoking moment. Oh god, I don't know if we want to go on to that one. Now. In that oh, round. No. <laughs> we don't want to go on to that one. Dude, what is it? Sick mind come up with this week. Alright. So my thought provoking moment and my hot take of the week is going to um, sound sexist, but I'm going to let you know now they're both equal. So females, if you're listening to this, just listen they're, later. They're you will, you will understand. All right. So guys, all right. All right, guys, would you rather live the rest of your life with a hangover that never goes away or watch female sports for the rest of your life? Definitely female sports. Dude, I don't want to fucking can I still watch male sports? Or is nope, 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 sports? nope. You are stuck with females. WNBA. What? Do I get to pick the female sport? Nope. It's all female sports no matter what. There's... No, like, can I watch so, volleyball? Like, are we covering? So, like, if. So there is no. Like, TV regularly now, or do I have to, like, search it out? There is no male sports in the world. Football. I would done. watch volleyball. We but... know why you watch volleyball, <laughs> The I, only sport that primarily women play, me. so there isn't a male president to make it seem shitty. <laughs> Actually, there is male volleyball. It is yeah, but nobody sick. watches it. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so, saying, you know, I think I can live with the beads. I think I can live with softball. I think softball would be fine. And I've watched, like, WNBA games. It's like, whatever. And, like, I would miss, like, the NBA. But, like, I think I, I would be okay. I don't I, know. This thing that would suck is that with no football, life would be in is, shambles. There is a gap. Yeah, life is nothing. Like, can you imagine us doing a fantasy dynasty draft of the WNBA? Yes, I could imagine us doing that. Actually, no, I could do. I don't think so, dude. If okay, I would be perfectly okay with this reality if you like gave me like a woman's arena football league or something. Like, I I need a sport that's going to last me from, like, fucking, like, September till... Like, January. Till, like, January. I I need something to fill that gap. I I just want to be able to pick the sport. Like, if you forced... if If you picked for me what sports I had to watch of female athletes. No, just like in life, just like in this choice, you have the choice. Okay, let's just get this out of the way right now. I am not going the rest of my life with a fucking hangover. So it it really didn't matter what the other option was as long as it was palatable. I watch female sports anyway. If I had to watch like uh, middle school and high school level, like uh, girls, like most sports, especially like basketball or something with coordination, I think it would be like living with a hangover every day. All I'm saying is, you I will just choose... play on your phone, though. All I'm gonna say is, I'm gonna choose my hangover while watching football. No, because you're hungover and you're the rest of your life. I will be Wait. hungover and watch Wait. football. Beans, beans. What? If you're hungover, does it go away if you start drinking again? Ooh. Ooh. See, yeah, you so can like just keep I'm drinking. Just drunk, like, all the fucking time. If you're just, like, like, no, you don't have to be drunk. Like, you just have to be, like, somewhat, like, to the wind. You know, like, almost two sheets to the wind, but you're not quite there. 
Dude, you know, I just know though I'd be fucking waking up like having to go to work like every day with a fucking hangover. See, yeah, I can I can kind of scoot by. I, I can couldn't, I couldn't, dude. You I couldn't. I probably me, could. You know what? Give me women's sports. Just make sure the gaps are filled. Yeah. Move the WNBA season to where it needs to be. Like move it to the NBA season because NBA basically plays during football. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll move, watch my move the WNBA season and then play have like an actual softball league like in the summer. Bam. I'll watch. I'll watch my football with hungoverness. I I'd like to preface something just to protect myself here too. <laughs> I talk shit on men that are bad at sports, so I can talk shit on women that are bad at sports because men and women are equal. Just like <laughs> that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, like, was that also your hot take, or do you have a separate hot? Take? I have a separate hot take, and this is going to come in from the opposite end of the spectrum for all two of our women listeners out there. So, Yay! we actually have women listeners. The Sarah. And, There's uh, no fucking way we made it this far with actually. Them. Actually, the thing we use, uh, uh, the feed we use, actually breaks it down between female and male, and I think it's like three percent female listeners. So. Like, we got three percent. Yeah, we actually have females who listen. I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> so like, we well, just I don't lost. apologize. We're just equal. You know what? You listen to this. You're a trooper. You're an absolute trooper if you listen to this. All I'm gonna say we- is that three percent went bye bye after BTK and that, but I'm about to make it up with my hot take. Our three percent is honestly probably like Rachel one time and Helica like one time, and then like I don't even. Oh, like- shit! I forgot we brought on our only female. Shit, she ain't coming Emails. back. Though. <laughs> you know All what? Right. If you're not in Helka and you're not Rachel and you're female, we want you on because we want to pick your brain about just anything. Mainly, why yeah, tell us why we're sexist. Yeah. All we, right. We want to pick. We want to understand how we did a good enough job to attract a semi-respectable <laughs> female audience what for a show that what we're not for any of it. So, our my hot uh, hot take of the week is, like I said, it's going to hit the female market here. The OU softball team could have been one of the best college athletic teams to have ever come across the NCAA. That's fact. They lost three games the entire season. Their record was fifty nine and three. Out of Holy forty, the, out of forty out of those fifty nine games went into mercy rule. That means Dude. they were beating the ever living dog shit out of Ever- the other team to where they had to quit the game. Everyone like in Indy is like an OU fan. I know all about that team. That team, that team. I think in every game that they lost, I think they lost like a run or something like that. A player batted for five hundred, and the top four of their lineup batted for four hundred. That is They're, insane. All time home run record. Yes, they were absolutely bonkers at playing yeah. softball. That that team was the best softball team probably ever constructed. And just by virtue of being that dominant and by being the best that a sport has produced in whatever league, whatever it is, it has to be in the discussion for greatest team to ever be assembled. I will throw it in there, yes. And this is probably just me being biased. I still think that uh, Miami team is probably better than the one that has like Frank Gore and like Andre Johnson and like Willis McGahee or whatever, like Sean Taylor, like Ed Reed, like that team just fucking out. yeah yeah that team that team's just fucking crazy but to go 59 and 3 that's a long season and to yeah, mercy is. rule 40 of those games is unbelievable i'm glad k-state didn't have a softball team for that to happen oh god if they played anything like our soccer team they would have probably lost k-state the- has a soccer team 
K-State doesn't want right. a soccer team, and they're very bad. Yeah. Also in a they sport sp- that's, like, a major women's sport, which makes it even that much more impressive, too. Because, like, softball is, like, softball and um, – softball, basketball, and volleyball are, like, the three major women's sports to me. And so, like, if you're good in those sports, just by nature of more women playing those sports, your accomplishments are, more, like, more credible or, like, seem cooler to me, I guess. And, and honestly, like, softball is probably – it might be the third biggest sport in college athletics. It might be because, like, baseball it's, and softball like, has, like, and, a – Football and basketball are, like, in their own tier and everything else isn't close. But then it's, like, baseball and softball, and I don't even know what the fifth one is. Baseball and softball you have to, like, lump together because just of how, like, just that time of year it is such a hype. Like right I now, mean, it's honestly, like if if you are like discerning between women and men's sports, the top five is probably football, basketball, women's basketball, softball, and baseball. I would bet. The only issue I have with women's softball is once you reach high school, which I guess you can say the same thing for, you know, high school baseball as well. But once you reach like twelve year old softball, there's no advancement after that. The pitching plate stays, the pitching rubber stays where it's at. The bases stay where it's at. Nothing really changes. That's the only thing I, I, I have guess, with it. But then like, that means it's the best of the best at all times. Yeah. yeah. And that, that means like you are competitive. You are in I, such a tight area and it's such a fast paced game. Yeah. Uh, it would be interesting if they moved it to the dimensions of a uh, baseball field. I don't think it'd be the same. It, it yeah. wouldn't be the same. It would be more like baseball, like, obviously. But um, I, I guess we need to move on to my hot take, which, again, somehow we, we've stayed on women's sports for a long time, and we're going to continue to stay on women's sports. Um, gentlemen, what is K-State's biggest problem as an athletic program? Uh, uh, we're, like getting high-profile players to come to Kansas? I would say the, uh, the fandom. I'd say the Fairweather fandom. All right. Well, you're wrong. It's the fact that we don't have a natty, right? Okay. Well, okay. I was reading between I, the lines. but I am here to propose that Kansas State should ask their donors to fork over a ton of money so that way we can offer $50,000 NIL deals to the best volleyball players in the country. So that way they'll come here. We'll make a God squad. All we're looking for is a natty, right? Yes. We're just looking to get a natty. Is women's basketball? No, women's volleyball. Something like Something to where fifty thousand dollars would guarantee us almost every good player would come here. I feel like women's bat. I feel like we're closer in the women's basketball spectrum than no, we are the women's. Then we have to beat UConn. Oh shit, you're right. But then we have to beat Nebraska, and they're always like consistently. We can just buy the players from Nebraska, Bean. Then buy the players from UConn. We can't just buy the players. The players from UConn are getting actual like NIL stuff, though. Yeah, like, so are the players stuff. from Nebraska. Are they really? I would think so. $50,000 worth? Dude, Nebraska's money runs deep. Okay, fine. Then buy the next best beans. I am trying to win a goddamn natty here, and it doesn't really matter which team sport it is. So I'm just saying, it, drop drop a couple million 
on getting some like good players into the most economical sports with the least amount of players that you need. I, I do like that. And then leave. I like that, that you went with the sport that requires the least amount of rostered players. That's awesome. Well, that's what makes it the most economical. That yeah. way you can drop like 50000 on each person. And if it doesn't work the first year, we can just do it again. Do it for rowing. Gavin just – Gavin is deep in thought about this idea. And he knows I'm correct. I know you're correct. It will never work. Let me rephrase that. It'll never happen. It would easily work. Um, yes, that's what I'm saying. Carl Ice is more concerned about naming the College of Engineering to him, after himself because he's self-centered and shallow instead of getting Kansas State a natty. If he just bought us a new women's volleyball team and won a natty, he'd be God. The, the problem here is revenue, right? Like, there's – no matter how much money you put into – Oh, that, that now that's gonna come off set. No, no. <laughs> there's a there's a revenue gap. Uh, no matter how much money you put into women's programs, it's just not gonna count or not gonna equal or counter what you could be making. Oh, in... I don't care because no, I know you don't care for this. You're, you're looking NIL deals. You're looking for more. What what would you say? Quality over quantity. No, I just I... put one. We're just trying to. Get off the yeah, ground. no, I agree with what Sam's saying here, and I agree that it would absolutely work, and I would be in for it. But why would we do that when we could just, you know, change the the, the landscape of our main event sports? Because that would be much harder. We have we're to already easy. trying to do that. Where it's not working, Beans. Beans, this is literally just going and buying the best players. This is not building a dynasty. This is not anything other than complete capitalism. In deciding no one's paying women's volleyball players, let's fucking pay them a shit ton to come here, and then let's win. And then let's stop. Hold on. Let's look up Kansas State Athletics here real quick. Just real quick. Again, this is is Carl Ice funding it through BNSF Railroad. Okay. This is like a BNSF, like, fucking NIL deal bullshit that Carl Ice gives out. The, the the three sports I the two sports I would probably three sports I would probably throw that into would be volleyball like you said, you know least amount of money, or least rostered. I would try and do it for women's basketball, and again I think women's basketball is less practical. Yeah, yeah. I yeah I agree with that. And then what about golf? We have two golf. We have men's and women's golf. Those people are already rich. So- yeah, but. Here's, here's the problem with this too, Sam, is just by sheer variance and shit happening and, like, they're just being another really good team uh, in the sport yeah, I, that year. I know. Year. This could take a couple of years. We, well, no, that's sure. the problem, though, is if you did this and, like, it didn't work, it will just, like, never happen again, right? How many players are on a volleyball roster? I, I don't know. 16? How many players on a volleyball roster? Let me look it up real quick. 30. Um, roster. 35. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Oh, it's close. So it's like 12. So we'll just call it 18. That's like 900. That's basically a million dollars. You're telling me Carl Ice can't just spare a million dollars a year? The dude probably wipes his ass with a million dollars. I mean, yeah. But wouldn't you want 
to just like tell you know nil no i want to fucking win an addy i would just go to these nil guys and just say hey start forking up the fucking cash dude like screw it let's go let's let's go win imagine imagine if k-state was just a volleyball powerhouse oh no i'm imagining it and i think it'd be great I think I think it K State could really need they they need like you said they need to be out of this drought. Again, I, I'm just here. <laughs> I I agree with what Sam says, and I would be in for it because I don't give a fuck when rich people spend money, and they can spend exactly. money exactly. They have too much. Eighteen BSNF nil deals. They do commercials promoting BNSF. All this stuff. Blah blah blah. Ha ha. Carl Iceland didn't have to spend a dime. BNSF Railroad. BNSF Railroad spending it. We're good. We're Gucci. I, Win I'm, in, I'm in with Sam. Be good. Laugh at Nebraska because they can't beat us anymore. Make Nebraska spend $50,000 on their players. I, I hate to be that. I can't, I can't compare that. But I will say, even if we won an Addy, we would be off that graphic. That's what would happen, right? That's the and whole point. That would no, be nice. because, like, dude, there's there's teams out there that are, like, supposed to be on that graphic, but they have, like, a national title of, like, women's basketball or, like, volleyball or, like, underwater jet ski, whatever the fuck. Yeah, like, so I'm let's win. In, off the graphic. Let's we win on rowing. Literally anything that's NCAA sanctioned. Rowing. We could, we could win in rowing. We probably could easily win it in rowing, honestly. That's, like, four rostered players. Dude, we should Shit. do it in rowing. That one would be easy. Yeah, that would actually be way easier. Just give a rower $50,000. Just be like, hey, get your ass over here and fucking, like, row. <laughs> the, problem is, the problem is it wouldn't be – it would just be more row, row, row. Imagine getting exactly paid $50,000 like to yell at people uh, rowing a boat. <laughs> I was talking – well, I was more – Hinting at the uh, testosterone levels of the females rowing, but oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> we could do men's rowing. Do we even have men's rowing? No, it's just I women's. Want to do men's rowing. All right, whatever. We'll just get the best. We'll we'll import like some. We do crop food. judging, and it doesn't count. So I know it's bullshit. Maybe we should just pay the NCAA millions of dollars to like make it a legally sanctioned sport, team sport. Yeah, maybe that would be easier. That might actually cost less money. Why don't we just make our own sport and then be the best at it, and then. Uh, like, claim that that means something. There actually is a sport where there's only, like, 20-some, like, D1 teams. So, like, we could just go in there and, like, offer people $50,000 well, to come here and, like, just have the best players and win. You have, like, spike ball, ultimate frisbee, uh, you know, stuff like but, that. But those don't count. Like, they yeah, they're not majors. No, 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 there, there are st- schools that actually have it as, like, an NCAA-sanctioned sport. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do. I wouldn't count it, Beans, even if it got us off the graphic. Okay. Dude, it, here's the thing. If your sport has never appeared on television, then it doesn't count. I'm sorry. All right. Well, what's this no, next hot no take? Appeared on. Okay. So, uh, for all the women that we've shit on all show, I'm now going to shit on a male that's overvalued in his current profession. Um, I want to talk about Dalton Schultz and... I, I think that everybody understands that he's, like, not actually a good tight end. But there are those of, those people out there that just, like, you know, look at the stats and see what he does, and he plays for the Cowboys. And it's like, no, he's, like, a top-five tight end in the NFL. He's not so a top-five tight end in the NFL. You can just at Jimmy in the Dynasty League, Gavin. You can just so like, at Jimmy. 
Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz is going to be a great fantasy football tight end. Whoever plays tight end for the Dallas Cowboys is going to be a great – he's going to put up numbers. He's going to be great. The problem is you could put a, like, 10-year-old out there and he would be a great tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. You know that play? Uh, it's literally stick in Madden or NCAA. Oh, I fucking love that play. And the tight end runs – like three yards upfield, stops, looks at you, and nobody covers them because there's no zones there because NCAA is stupid. Well, the NFL is the same, <laughs> and college is the same. And if you just do that with your tight end all the time and Dak Prescott takes it every single time, he's just going to get yards. It's not about him being talented. It's not about him being good. You could put a tree there, and it would have 800 yards in a season. It's just reality. I think if you put Jesus Christ at wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> Dalton Schultz would have a 1,500-yard receiving season still. It's just math. It's just math. <laughs> D- Dak Prescott loves to uh, give the ball to anyone I mean, other. No, nobody thought like... Nobody thought that, uh, oh, good God, Jason Witten was good. They, like, he just fucking washed, but he put up numbers. And he put up good numbers for a tight end. Nobody thought he was good. Then Dalton Schultz comes in, does the exact same thing, but because he's not, like, Engine. old. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's really good. He's really talented. Like, I don't, I a, I don't think that like eighty nine percent of America even knows what the word talent means. Um, but then I think that like of that eighty nine percent, like eighty eight percent just don't know what talent is, anyways. Um, when they see it, so Dalton Schultz is just not a talented NFL player. He's a good NFL player. He's perfectly replaceable. There's if they uh they took a fourth round tight end I can't even remember his name they cut Dalton Schultz today because he didn't show up because he thinks he's worth something and they let that other guy do his job he'd be an 800 yard receiver too that's what I got on Dalton Schultz what do you guys think about that or am I just spot on you he fucked me in a fantasy game <laughs> so uh, fuck Dalton Schultz I'm all for him being average as fuck and not being good. I don't know. I read this and I thought it said Dalton Schoen. And I was like, when did Dalton Schoen move to tight end? <laughs> Dude, I'm surprised Beans didn't draft Dalton Schoen in our draft. I was thinking about it. No, you weren't. <laughs> Curtis Sexton. Give me Curtis Sexton. Gavin is the king of having hot takes, but like we all agree with his hot take because it's a hide mind over here. Well, yeah. That's the that's the fun part. Is could you could you imagine like somebody like Kyle Pitts in that system? Yeah, he'd still put up eight hundred yards. Yeah, that's no, what that's, that's what bothers crazy. me. That's what bothers me with that is like you would have an elite tight end and wouldn't even know it. Means if you put if you put a tree there and it had like what the hole in the side that you seen like the cartoons and Dak just threw like the ball into the hole and then yeah. like then reset. You'd yeah, have you have yards. to assume that he would be able to get the ball into the hole. <clears throat> Deshaun Watson does. <clears throat> Oh no, he just finishes. <laughs> Come on, Beans. Finishes with accuracy. God. We have anything else to add to this that's not derogatory towards women, Mexicans, or another third world country? Oh, Jesus Christ. Man, this has been the world. This has been the most controversial episode. It has <laughs> not. Re- rename it the terrible episode. <laughs> Or the politically incorrect episode, maybe. No, that might be more fair, but no, we would we nobody would click on this. World don't know. We might get some rednecks to click on it. They'd probably be pissed off as soon as they saw them rednecks, though. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones I'm that are sitting there like, for... hell yeah, Martina McBride. <laughs> I remember when I was 
boy. No one got offended by nothing. Okay, redneck, what did you call me? That's the kind of shit they would be into. You know? <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's like, it's like everyone used to have thick skin. I still have thick skin until someone calls me a mean name. <laughs> then it's suddenly my problem, and I'm pissed off about it. <laughs> Every, I hate people so much. Except for the people listening to the show, obviously. We're just telling them to keep it real. Keep it real with yourself, man. Got anything to add? Um, Two plus two equals fish, baby. Game six tonight. Game six of the finals is tonight. Warriors lead three to two. Game is in Boston. Uh, Celtics, if they win out, will... Uh, match my prediction of Celtics in seven. Gavin, what did you have? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember. I I do want to. Um, I think the worst part about the end of like the baseball and all the end of all major sports in America, especially ones that have series, because what happens when you have a series? And you you tweeted about this the other day, Sam. To like, oh, I I want to point you out with that. But it's like, oh boy, I can't wait to hear how Boston's going to clearly win this series for two days and then talk about how Golden State's going to clearly win this series for two days. And it just, all you talk about over the next two days is completely overreacting to the last thing that you saw and then just repeat. Oh my God, dude, tell me about it. Sports media is just so bad with well, overreactions. Like, like, we make fun of the industry and like fantasy football, but it's the same thing. There's literally no gatekeeping to who gets in or like whatever. It's literally just like I don't even know how you get into sports media. You just kind of like do it, say dumb shit, but you get promoted for saying dumb shit. Like, and we're, we're getting cancelled on podcasts for saying dumb shit. They're getting promoted. That's Who's the real problem here? <laughs> yeah, we're the real winners. Yeah, 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 we have original content that uh, has no hot takes, except for the hot take of the week, which is completely hot takes. I don't know the beans thought. I don't know. We all moments. agree on the hot takes, so yeah. If anything, they might actually just be lukewarm. <laughs> yeah, I I think that uh, we're mostly targeting the like three percent on Twitter that like are way too loud about a dumb subject. It's it's just so weird. Like, I don't know the. Nothing is, like, really measured, especially in basketball. Basketball is the worst, just, like, you know, the whole, like, overreaction stuff. Yeah. Because, like, football, like, it, football is baked into where, like, you have, like, a week between everything. And it's kind of, like, a build. Like, no one's, like, freaking out if you lose one game. You lose, like, three games, people start freaking out because that's, like, you know, damn near, like, a fifth of the season. Like, a fifth to a sixth of the season. And, like, people will ask, like, oh, is Tom Brady washed? And then, like, we see, like, if Tom Brady's actually washed, like, over the course of weeks. Right. And then he never is. But, like, with basketball, it's just like, okay, we are pretty sure this is happening. And then, like, it doesn't. And then for three days, like, we completely changed everything. Yep. It, it's that, too, it's literally too fast, everything. I think, is what it is. It's literally everything, too. Like, that's the – I think that's most of my issue because it's, like – Steph Curry will only have 30 points in a game, but he didn't score them at the right time in the game. But, like, another major – like, Draymond Green will be worthless. But they'll talk about Steph still, like, being terrible. And then the next game, like, that's just the same – even when there's, like, no excuse to talk about a specific player or whatever, just the way they, like, reach to produce content. Well, remember remember last year – To make content. 
remember last year when Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs lost like the first like five games of the season? They're like, hey, Patrick Mahomes washed up. Like they were yeah, very people are so fast to be like, oh, this guy's washed. Yeah. Like when we were asking, like when Bra- if if Brady was washed in like two thousand, like was that seventeen or eighteen? No, that was after the Chiefs game. When he broke like, his leg? When when Jimmy G, like, came. Oh, oh yeah. Like, that was, like, week four or something. Yeah. And people were like, oh, is, like, Tom Brady washed? Tom Brady was, like, fucking 35, 6, 7, 8. Like, how over the fuck old he was. Like, that's a le- that was, like, a legitimate, like, moment like, type of thing. But, like, it becomes a thing where it's, like, it, it, if you're old, you're washed. And if you're young, the league has figured you out. And yeah. it's, yeah. like... It's like, yeah, probably. They probably have figured out a lot about Patrick Mahomes over the past four years. Just about how Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid can adjust, and obviously they did. Yeah, the trick part is Patrick Mahomes didn't know how to read a defense, so the NFL didn't know that he didn't know how to read a defense. So Patrick Mahomes didn't know what was going on. How the fuck does an NFL defense know what he's going to do? Yeah, so they decided just to run, like, non-conventional defensive plans by putting two deep safeties. Yeah, and then it's like, fuck. <laughs> fuck, we can't do anything about that. Yep. Andy Reid was flummoxed by the fact that there was a second safety back there. Yeah, speaking of overreact, which I don't even think that was overreactions. I just think that that was the NFL finally adjusting to Patrick Mahomes. But I think, I think the thing of it is, is, like, you have to be fair to your criticisms. Like, you can't just go out there and be like, Patrick Mahomes has been figured out. Well, you have like the the um the nuance of it is Patrick Mahomes is an aggressive quarterback. Teams have decided that they won't give up big plays over the top to guys like Tyreek Hill in order so they're going to make Patrick Mahomes beat them with his mind and less so his physical attributes. And Patrick Mahomes is still growing in that aspect and he's going through growing pains. Like that's yep. what you need to say. That is a well articulated thought, not like a hot take. Not like just something you tweet and yell out on Twitter, but like that's too hard for some people. Everyone just to say, "Oh, they figured him out." Patrick Mahomes is bad now, or like Steph Curry or Clay Thompson or whatever. I don't know. I hate sports media. Same. Being been awfully quiet with our rant. Would you I... like the final word? Um, cinnamon rolls with chili are delicious. Facts. Facts. (laughs) And with that, we want to thank everyone for listening today. We really enjoyed the show. We really enjoyed this draft. If you guys would like to suggest a new draft topic so we can continue to uh, basically just rip off Barstool, um, send it to us at underscore underscore F3S. That's at underscore underscore F3S on the Twitter. If you have any ideas, just send them our way. Maybe give us a follow. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this here podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Make sure to leave a rating, too, with constructive criticism for how we can improve. I've been Sam Wong with my friends, Turd Ferguson and Beans, and we wish you well. God bless. Have a great rest of your night, and fuck Bosco boys. We will see you next time.